Welcome to another edition of Heavy on the Wrist Podcast. This is your guest, Mike Larry. Who's already started the interview with the legendary Johnny Vegas, all the way from California, man. Shout out WCW Podcast. Shout out Side Eye Chats Podcast. Shout out Johnny Vegas Podcast. We're going to get right into it. That's dope. That's dope. So, um, what made you want to start doing podcasting? To be honest with you, man, I was just trying to branch. I was just trying to expand my brand as much as possible. Street is for billionaires. It originally started as a title, my latest project, musical project. You know what I mean? And then um, I decided to trademark the slogan. You know, a lot of people gravitating to it. And then, um, you know, I just felt like it had a positive message behind it, and it, it represented everything I stood behind. So I decided to just embody that whole Stephen Spavillionaire's, you know, just mindset. You know what I mean? So then, as I began rebranding myself, the podcast became a thing, and then the uh, the pandemic happened. Man, I just, you know, figured I had to diversify my attention, but within the same. Uh, entity, which is Sleepers for Billionaires, so I decided to do a podcast, you know, kind of catering to um, interviewing celebrities and entrepreneurs on how to become industry professionals. You know, I feel a lot of, you know, young talent run around misguided and they, they lose opportunities because they're uneducated on how they carry themselves as professionals to be taken serious, you know what I mean? So that's the motivation behind my podcast. And again, I just wanted to expand the brand and the message as much as possible, which is why it started with the music, then now the podcast, now I got the merch, now I got an audio book coming soon, you know what I mean? So it's just like, That's just true. trying to expand as much as possible, so that, that I hope I answered your question. That's dope, man. Speaking of being in California, do you see yourself um, in any acting roles or landing any acting roles, any upcoming films? That's what I was talking about. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. The Miguel situation. Yeah. So, yeah, so I came out here pursuing the acting dream, and I just hit the ground running because, again, LA is so structured. By that, I mean there's a lot of websites where up and coming actors can join and pay a membership and then submit themselves to the opportunities that are available because there are casting directors on those sites that find right. up their talent, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. they get hired 
by the directors and producers too yeah. just that so once I figured out there was a structure behind it, I just you know trusted the process I signed up to the uh, website I submitted myself to the casting roles and doing that method I landed the Miguel role so the Miguel role it was you know it was, it was, it was like you know thug role you know light skin or scruffy beard whatever so light skin thug yeah man listen that's what they wanted that's what they paid for you know what I mean so I got in that situation and uh it was a good look got to network with Miguel got to be in the video and they added added to my resume which got me into the Screen Actors Guild which is a union for actors that's dope that's really dope and you um you also I mean cause you I mean you got a lot of stuff that you're doing right now um, so what would have been your favorite, your, your favorite, favorite podcast? Cause you, you, you podcast the guy from Onyx, the, the guy that I don't know who do our name unless you want to, but you've done a few other podcasts. What was your favorite one? I'm going to be honest with you, man. It's, it's, it's nothing like the first, you know what I'm saying? Cause that's what set it all, man. All right. Okay. So what's your first? It was Dorian Wilson, which you may know him as Professor Ogilvy from the Parkers. Shut up! Oh, that's dope, man. That was your first interview? That was my first interview, and I met him through acting because we were on a show together called In the Cut that comes on Bass TV. So he's actually the lead, and I was playing one of the extras on there. He was just mad cool, and we just gravitated to each other, man. And it's just. And it just became a dope relationship, man. So once I began the podcast, told him about it, he was with it. He came through, and mind you, you know, it was I had just bought a new camera, so I wasn't too familiar with the features, right? This man drove 45 minutes to see me, right? We did the interview and shit. Come to find out, I went home and put that chip in the computer, upload the footage. The whole shit was in slow motion. No audio, no sound. Uh, I was sick. I wanted to cry. I wanted to just quit and come back to Tampa and just fucking blow my. It was in slow-mo. Yeah, you know, right, exactly. So then I called him and I told him about it. I said, I'm sorry. I understand. You don't want to do over. I understand. You know, and he was just so understanding. He was like, yo, man, I get it. You know what I'm saying? just starting out. Don't even worry about it. Just give me another week and I'll come back through. And not only did he come back through, let me borrow like two of his jackets and wear on my next wow, podcast. That's nice. and, oh, that's dope. Cool about it, you know what I mean? So I just kind of like respect that about, you know, A-list celebrity because a lot of people like had this misconception like, oh, A-list artists are ass and we can be billionaire body. But once you get to know them, man, they're just regular people, man. And, it, and they're all just trying to get the next gig. Even Denzel. Denzel like a fucking millionaire off acting, but he's still trying to get the next gig too, man. Everybody right. has the same. find it more competitive do you find it more competitive in LA like you know when well, you're I mean, out in there comparison to what? in comparison to just being anywhere else in comparison to, what? In comparison to being I mean, in Florida anywhere else that you've been I mean honestly 
yes, um, but I'm okay with that. You know, I love a challenge, you know what I'm saying? And I've been challenged my whole life, you know, being trying to be a, a entertainer or, you know, a businessman or whatever always has this challenge no matter where you're at, you know what I'm saying, who you're dealing with. So it was like, I was always kind of practicing to get where I'm at today, you know what I'm saying? All that practice was, you know, just preparing me for what's to come, you know what I'm saying? And now, even more so because I'm learning so much, I'm being so many people, I'm doing so many things, but I'm still growing, you know, I'm still hustling, still grinding, still trying to put deals together, still on the phone, smiling and dialing, I'm calling new elite, trying to generate new leads, and, you know, just, just really growing as a man, and not just as a podcast or actor or whatever, I'm growing as a man and as a whole with everything I do. That's, right. that's, that's dope. So, I, I want to talk about something a little off off, the, off track. You did a uh, push-up challenge with Wycliffe. Yeah. Yeah, that was everything. Was it money on the table? <laughs> yeah, to be honest with you, so when I used to live, when I used to live downtown, well, first of all, Wycliffe cheap. Wycliffe cheap. Because <laughs> he wasn't going all the way down. You can see the video on my Instagram page. So, yeah, man, there was a, I used to live downtown. And right next door was a was a you know a medical uh, uh, marijuana dispensary, and Wyclef was there. He had a little I think he had, he had a product out, and he was doing like a meet and greet or whatever. So my man Chris hit me up like, "Yo, let's go over there. I know Wyclef. I can you know introduce you." And I was like, "All right, bet." So we went over there, and we just got cool, man. I gave him a sleepy billionaire's hat, told him about the brand, put the hat on, and then he was just uh, I think somebody was you know, talking about working out, and then he just kind of got hyped and was like, yo, what, y'all do this right now? And then that's when the push-up competition happened that he, uh, that, you know, he cheated in. <laughs> <laughs> just like that, put you, put, put him right on the spot, y'all. He was ready to go. Because if you stay I mean, ready... Luckily, I was working out already, so I was, I was already... <laughs> you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready, you know? That's it, that's it. That was, that was, that was very entertaining to watch. Well, uh, who would you like what to work with? For, for Johnny Vegas? What's next? Uh, it sounded like there were two questions. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You go first. I was saying, who some of the um, actors or artists that you would like to work with that you haven't worked with in the past? Good question. Honestly, man, everybody, man. I mean, I'm a big fan of Drake. I would love to work with Drake. I would love to work with... Uh, uh, I'm in the process of, you know, inching my way in there with 1500 or nothing. I'm not sure if you're familiar with them, but... They're like the biggest band in the face of the universe. Like what they do there with those instruments. So basically, fifteen hundred and nothing is a is a band of you know a band. People play instruments or whatever, but they also produce and songwrite. So they've been writing for Bruno Mars for the past like ten years. Wow. Fucking. They, so on the four 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 tour with Drake, I mean with Jay Z, where he did the four 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 tour, where he did the B sides concert, they were the live band playing for. Okay. So you know. What I'm saying? Nice. Yeah, so, you know, I've been, I've been, like, just entry level with them a little bit on the songwriting stuff, trying to build something there. So, yeah, man, I'm excited about working with those guys. Um, and honestly, man, even if I name a bunch of people, you probably won't even know because there's a lot of... One thing I noticed about L.A., you know, just entertainment in general, in front of the camera is only one job, but behind the camera is, like, 150 jobs. You know what I'm saying? So there's so many people you can network with that is a piece of the puzzle that makes everything else happen. Like Drake, he has like a team of thousands of people behind him that you can network with and do deals with before you even get to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. It's, that, it's that type of shit. So when you ask me who I want to work with, I mean, 
like shit, there's, there's plenty of people behind the scenes I'd love to work with that. If I name, you probably won't even know. Yeah. So Greg Walker, which happens to be, you know, I just met him recently, but he happens to be, uh, you know, Ronald Isley and Earth, Wind, and Fire's manager. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, what's his name? First Simmons. You know, he actually yeah. just wrote a song for, for Ronald Isley. Yeah, Ronald uh, Simmons been writing for a long time. Yeah. yeah, him and Smitty. Smitty, yeah. you know, Smitty wrote that, you know what I'm saying, that shit with, with Nelly and uh, and Diddy, you know, I was actually yeah. reached out to him and they tried to do so. So, there's so many, there's so many people, man, because there's so many, so many talented individuals out there, not only in entertainment, but somebody has an Amber. Amber alert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never know when it might go down. So who are some of your biggest influences coming up, you know, when you were younger? Who did you listen to? And who's on your playlist now? Like, what are you listening to now? Oh, we talking about music. All right, cool. So, yeah, so as far as my influences coming up, I mean, you know, Jay-Z, Big Pop, uh, uh, Fabulous, I used to like him a lot, Jadakiss, uh, shit, Big Pun, of course, uh, you know, uh, shit. I think I think just on Cameron, of course, he was a heavy influence. Just a swag alone, yeah. um, Lil Wayne, you know what I'm saying? Ti, just shit like that. As far as what I'm listening now, bro, um, you know, it's really not. I don't really have like a favorite. You know, I kind of listen to a lot of the new stuff from the older artists that I like grow to love. But at the same time, as far as new stuff, I kind of just like songs like NLE Chopper is dropping some hot shit. Um, who else? Uh, Pooh Shiesty is cool. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, it's a few. It's a few cats, man. What's this? What, what's this one? This name? Money Bag Yo. Oh yeah, Money, Money Bag. Okay, he's doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, Tiger's about to drop some new shit. Tiger, you know, he wasn't the best lyricist, but he got the party jam. So I'm yeah. with that. You know, it's always a move for that. And um, yeah, man, that's that's that again. You know, it's really just song. But I listen to more than just rap, bro. Like honestly, like. So th- during the day, I run a brokerage firm, you know what I'm saying, which is which deals in, in, in the PPE space, you know, where I broker deals between buyers and sellers, governments and hospitals, you know, for the procurement of personal protective equipment, you know. So during those times, I'm listening to jazz. I'm listening to bossa nova music, which is very calming and relaxing. Right, you know, right. As I'm working, you know what I'm saying. You can't listen to rap while you're trying to type and be on the phone, be professional. So, right. you know what I mean. So I, 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 I'm open to different genres of music depending on my mood and what I got going on. So, yeah, that's to answer your question. That's dope. All right, so out in LA, you out there with my boy LeBron, right? I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him, but yeah, he's out here. He's doing his thing. He's doing a lot of production. He uh. He was an executive producer on that show, The Wall, that comes on NBC. That's his shit. He's in uh, he's in Space Jam too. So shout out to LeBron James, man. I hope you guys win the shout out Space Jam too, finally. Yeah, my boy's daughter's in there. She's like the main girl. Oh, that's dope. That's dope. Well, yeah. I know we don't want to keep you long. You have you out in LA. Y'all on a whole different time schedule than us. Oh. It's almost rush hour here. What's up, T.I., man? What's up, T.I.? Yeah. Hold on. You got to get behind the Clippers now, man. LeBron's out of there. The Clippers is the only thing left for y'all out there right now, man. 
I'm starting to, I'm starting to believe that too. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just kind of watching the gameplay and seeing it happen. Me personally, bro, I don't even roll with teams. I like players and good plays. Like even when I watch a, a basketball game, I'm just cheering for good plays. Like yeah. that team did a good pass, that she was ill. But then this team dumped on that team that did the good pass, that she was ill too. You know what yeah. I mean? So I'm just kind of. I just enjoy the game, man, because I grew up playing ball, you know, being from New York and street ball and and one and all that, I only had one mixtape, so I was up on all that, so. Did you go out to the Rucker? Was you out at the Rucker? I wasn't playing, I was spectating, you know what I'm saying, but uh, I I, 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 I played, but uh, I could play, I could play, play. don't get it twisted, I ain't the best, but you know, I definitely, (laughs) but yeah, man, you know what I'm saying, like. I spent most of my time just, you know, playing recreational ball and watching them one mixtapes and just trying to do what they do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we all came up watching those M1 mixtapes, The Professor and all that, doing the tricks and all that. Yeah, I saw us. Wait, wait, who was the guys who you just interviewed that did all of the jackets? You know, I ain't into sports, I don't know. But the guy who did the, the jackets for all the um, NBA stars and stuff. So his name is Jeff Hamilton, and he was responsible for doing, you remember the leather jackets back in that day? The house. Right, yeah, I remember the jackets. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that was him, and he's still doing jackets. He actually did jackets for the entire NBA back in. He just the- did one for um all ladies new video. Right, he did doing it for all the artists. He did it for the for the for the NASCAR drivers, the you know all the sports all the sports out there. He did the jackets for like had exclusive license to do it. So yeah, it was definitely good interviewing Jeff. He's a he's a good guy. What jewel, what jewel did you take away from that podcast from that interview? Good question. So, um, honestly, man, just, he said, what he said was, like, almost basically, don't be in a rush to succeed. Like, don't, you don't got to run, just walk, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just, just walk to your, to your destiny, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, because, and what I took from that was pretty much, don't try to be all over the place. Just, you know, stick to what works and just ride the wave, you know what I'm saying? So, that's what I took from it. So now, do you have any any shout outs? Well, first of all, what I want you to do is to give anybody, any of your platforms, say they're in LA, they want you to do a feature. Are you down for features? I'm down for whatever. Like I said, I would love to collab with, with anybody, you know what I'm saying? I mean, as long as the, the quality is good and it, you know, and it kind of complements my brand, then just go. Alright, so once again, your brands are Sleep is for Billionaires, Stop the Bank. Anything else going on right now? Oh man, I mean, Sleepless for Billionaires is in the forefront, you know, with the podcast and stuff. Like in regards to entertainment, you know, what I'm saying Sleepless for Billionaires, uh, you know, just the podcast, man, pushing the podcast, coming out of audio book soon, and just continuing to grow the podcast as much as I possibly can. Uh, continuing to push the merch, you know, the merch is doing okay. Uh, collaborating with other fashion designers to do. Uh, you know, Sleepers for Billionaires, spin-off brands. Like, I'll, I'll probably get with Jeff Hamilton, do some Sleepers for Billionaires, leather jacket, and sell those, and see what we can do there. So, you know, but uh, for the most part, um, you know, I spend the day-to-day on the phones, man, just like we were doing at UMA. Like, ever since the pandemic, you know, uh, production slowed down, so I had to take the skills that I had, those customer service skills, that's going business for myself. So. I pretty much align myself with uh, multiple medical device companies and just sell their inventory for a commission and generate their leads. So that's what keeps me. That's what keeps me going every day. And just, 
Yeah, because it's like fighting the coronavirus, you know, everybody was in need of the, the you know, the PPE. So, you know, I jumped into that. Now we're doing yeah. other commodities and stuff. I'm about to get my real estate license next month. So oh, it's like, oh. what did you tell you? Don't put all that on your plate. Well, the thing is, it's like, you know, I'm a, I'm a salesman at heart. So it's like, you know, I don't mind having something yeah. in my back pocket that can sell the opportunity. Stick to the script, homie. Stick to the script. That's a fact. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So I just be wanna, I just be wanting to have things available to me. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, even with the real estate stuff, like I'm not gonna be out there, like you know, doing showings and shit like that. I'm doing that more so because in my brokerage firm, you know, we also do mortgage lending. You know what I mean? So being with the mortgage lenders that I align myself with, you know, me having my real estate license, I become more valuable to them because of the access I now have. You know, which will bring me more business with them. So, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, just, you know, being strategic in my, my next moves and shit. That's dope. Another notch under your All belt. Right. So, drop, them, drop the links. Drop your what, platforms and social media. How can people reach you? What platforms? Oh, oh, man, I'm pretty much everywhere, man. Instagram, Johnny underscore Vegas. That's J O N N I underscore Vegas with a Z. Uh, Sleep is for Billionaires has an Instagram page as well. Um, you can go to, to sleepisforbillionaires.com. You know, you can reach out there as well. You can buy the merch through there. You can donate as well. Like, you know, you can listen to the music that's on Spotify, Sleep is for Billionaires. Sleep is for Billionaires album, uh, Sleep is for Billionaires part two, the album that's coming out soon. You know, right now we're in the mastering phase of that. We've got about 11 joints on there. So, um, yeah, man, I'm just I'm just excited, man. You know, and I also, uh, you know, I even picked up a little bit like a management. You know, even dealing with like federal Star from Onyx and shit like that. You know, just working with them and developing opportunities for them. So it's an interesting journey, man. But yeah, you can definitely contact me on any social media platform, Johnny Vegas, and I'm I'm everywhere, man. That's dope. All right. Got any shoutouts? Man, listen, man. I want to shout out to you guys, man. I appreciate you having me on this platform. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I could collab and I could help you guys and maybe I can from a distance. And, um, oh, I'm, yeah, come, I'm just coming through LA. <laughs> I'm about to pull up on your podcast. Up close. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your girl I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it has been a pleasure, man. Um, again, keep riding, keep doing your thing. Uh, we appreciate you being on Heavy on the Wrist podcast. and Yo, it's good to see you doing your thing, bro. Keep grinding. Yeah, thank you, my brother. I appreciate you. Yeah, you was there from the early stages, Vita. Like, I used to oh, say, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if Vita told you, bro. Like, me, I was sitting in the same cubicle. Just, you know, just talking <laughs> about dreams and shit. D.Y. Nasty. What was our team? Yeah, D.Y. Nasty. You know what I mean? She used to, <laughs> you know what I mean? She used to want to be my publicist and shit like that. So she had a lot of belief in me early on she's been in my studio sessions and shit like that i think been to one of my performances and i appreciate the support man appreciate you for real that, that means a lot that's true yeah i'm gonna make a pango i still got my sign bottle of f for 50 cent too oh that one day yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> yeah I'm gonna go. all right man we ain't gonna hold you thank you so much thank you Yo, for coming on the podcast thanks for showing love no. No problem, brother. Thank you for having me, man. You guys take care. God bless you. All right, you too. Thank you so much. All right, no doubt. All right. All right.
This has been another vision of Heavy on the Wrist podcast. You heard it here first. We got some heavy hitters we just put out there in the building. So um, stay tuned. You never know who's going to be on here next. And we out.